Five to nine thinking. One warm summer evening after work, why don't you go on an adventure instead of flopping in front of the TV? When you leave work at 5pm, you have 16 hours of glorious freedom before you need to be back at your desk again. What adventures could you have in that time? My mind instantly turns to open space in the outdoors, but your choice might be very different. What would you do? The 9 to 5, convention dictates, imposes all sorts of restrictions on us. It prevents us from living as adventurously as we might like. But what if you turn that thinking on its head? The 9 to 5 working day is only 8 hours long. What about the other 16 hours of each day? Nobody ever considers that as a solid, priceless entity. Instead of being limited by the 9 to 5, what if we chose to feel liberated by our 5 to 9? I know you have commitments and commutes to deal with and probably work much longer hours, but humour me simplifying things, please. Think how different life would be if society regarded the 9 to 5 as a minor hassle, a mere 33% inconvenience on five days out of seven. Imagine if everyone's passion was instead focused on the 16 hours of, at least theoretical, daily freedom. It would be a very different world. If you were a bazillionaire, what would you swap your nine to five for? What would you enjoy doing instead of going to work? Now think, how can you get some of that good stuff between 5pm and 9am without the luxury of being loaded? What if you left work one evening and headed for the hills? Even from London, you can be in the countryside or by the sea within an hour. I have made similar rush hour escapes from cities as sprawling as Barcelona, Hong Kong and Los Angeles. Dash out of the office, jump on a train and relax. It takes a bit of guts and oomph to do this for the first time. The strong negativity bias in our personalities means we tend to focus on the bad things that might happen. Rain! Sheep attack! Rather than the positive benefits. This might help begin to turn my life around. So if you make it this far, congratulate yourself. You have done the hardest part. (laughs) Unless you get attacked by a sheep. You have begun. There is no map for living adventurously. You cannot unfold a map, smooth out the creases, point and say, Aha! Look! Once I arrive there, I will have succeeded. Not only does this not work, but it is also a damaging way to think. The times when I've assumed the end of an expedition would bring the end of all my problems have always backfired. All you can do is follow your nose and keep going. It is the direction you walk which constitutes living adventurously, not an imaginary crock of gold at the rainbow's end. Anyway, pause your philosophical musings to get off the train in the countryside. Look left and right, then take a punt on the direction less travelled. Give your future self the best chance. Head towards beauty and wildness. Walk up the nearest hill to take in the view. You're out of breath from the hike. You still feel a bit silly, but you smile. You feel your nerves about this step into the unknown seeping away. 
What an opportunity. What an escape. A burst of freedom in the middle of the working week. To appreciate a painting properly, you often have to take a step back. The same holds true for life. The five to nine is a chance to step back from the hectic rush of work, the clamour of your family and the distractions of the internet. You will look at life with a fresh perspective from the vantage point of a grassy hilltop. Unroll your sleeping bag under the stars and drift off to sleep. In the morning, you'll wake at sunrise to the sound of birdsong and the first warm rays of sunshine. (laughs) Disclaimer, if it is raining, this entire experience will be miserable and will require filing under character building. If you are a veteran at this camping malarkey, you might have brought along a little stove for a cup of coffee with a view. If not, enjoy the novel simplicity of temporary abstinence and delayed gratification. Shove your sleeping bag into your rucksack, run down the hill and jump into the nearest river. Jumping into a river is good for the soul. Then hop back on the train into town, ready for another day in the office. A little sleep-deprived, perhaps, twigs in your hair and bleary eyes. When you arrive at work and your colleagues ask if you did anything interesting last night, for once, you don't have to lie and make something up. They will laugh and think you crazy, of course. But a year from now, you will still remember that night under the stars, long after the evenings of TV and soft pillows have blurred together and faded away. Squint a little differently at life. Bemoan the nine to five or celebrate the five to nine. What memories will you treasure a year or five from now? That is the important stuff. Over to you. Question one. What are your nine to five constraints? Question two. What are your five to nine opportunities? Question three. What will your next five to nine adventure be? Schedule it in your diary now.